0: Let's give out unto the Lord tonight. How true that song is tonight. We've all been there. We all walked down them roads in the same old road and they're not able to fill up that voidness. There's only one. You know him by his name tonight called Jesus. He's the only one that can fill up that voidness, that emptiness. He's the only one that can help us, amen, in the life and the road of life, amen. Appreciate Brother Ford tonight. Appreciate these singers tonight. Done an awesome job, haven't they? Amen. In the house of the Lord tonight to create an atmosphere and a place for the Lord and for the Word of God to be presented to us. There's nothing more powerful than the Word. God's committed into His Word, amen. He's not going to work outside of His Word but he'll work by his word, amen. And if we got an ear to hear it and receive it and obey it, amen, i am tell you by the word that some powerful mighty things will be done. I want Brother Ford to come, what God has placed in his heart, his mind and spirit, amen, to minister to us tonight. I told him yesterday and, and uh, uh, that he can preach tonight and Wednesday night so he can piggyback off tonight. If it runs out of time, he can come back Wednesday night, and finish it up, amen. How about that? Praise God. So, uh, amen. He's got plenty of time tonight and then Wednesday night. And, you know, if he wants to preach to 12 o'clock Wednesday night, that's fine with me. It won't bother me a bit. (laughs) No, we love Brother Ford. I want him to come. I want him to obey the Lord. Obey what God's put in his heart and spirit for us tonight. Let's give him a good Bendale. welcome to this pulpit tonight. God bless him.
1: Come on, let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Let's give God some praise. Come on, he's wonderful. He's great, and he's greatly to be praised. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God. It's good to be here. Uh, I want to do a little something tonight before service is over, so... uh, I may just uh, talk real short. How about that? Praise the Lord. I know Pastor Moore, they've got to try to pull out kind of early in the morning, but it's only 6.53. And uh, 7.53, 8.53 ought to be done. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. But no, uh, man, what a powerful move of God we've had so far. There's deliverance in the house for somebody if you want it. Let me say that again. I said, There's deliverance in the house for somebody if you want it. Well, hallelujah. Uh, God never makes empty promises. For God is not slack concerning his promises as some men count slackness. I'm going to say it one more time. God's got deliverance in this house for somebody tonight if you want it. Well, hallelujah. But you got to want it. You got to run after it. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about uh, what you pursue. Is what you pursue just a what? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, if I could just for a moment, I'll read a portion of the scripture. I may not try to sing. I don't think I'm going to try to sing. Uh, hey. Whew. My voice is not what it uh, used to be, it's not like I would love for it to be. And everybody said, well, mine ain't what I would like for it to be either. <laughs> But uh, sometimes when I try to do what I used to do, I just can't get there. Voice just won't let me get there. Let me read a portion of Scripture in Isaiah 45. 45 and 18, let's read that. I didn't make any notes. I just kind of read some things and hopefully I can put something together that'll, that'll help us. For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it. He hath established it, He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth. I said not unto the seed of Jacob, Seek ye me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. Now he's saying here, he says, I want you to know I created the heavens and formed the earth and made it and established it Created it, not in vain, but I've made it to be inhabited. And Then he tells him, he says, and I've not spoken his secret. I said, not to the seed of Jacob. Seek ye me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. And so he's letting them know that when I say something, mark it down on your calendar. Mark it down in your day book. Mark it on the wall. When I say it, it's going to happen. Because I speak in righteousness and I only speak things that are right. And then 21 tells us this, says it this way. Tell ye and bring them near. Yea, let them take counsel together. Who hath declared this from ancient time? Who hath told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? And there is no God else beside me, a just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. So he's letting the children in the house of Israel know and the people of God know I am the Lord God alone and I alone am Savior. There's none beside me. I have no counselor. I have none to confer with. I confer with myself. He said, and I... Vow by myself. I swear by myself. Then he says, Look unto me, 22. Look unto me and be ye saved, all ye ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. And the next part is the part that we, we'll, we use pretty, pretty often. That unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. We also know this says that of Jesus Christ. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Of things in heaven, of things in earth. And if you would, we'll go to that, that book where that is. Philippians, the third chapter, and um, I just want to kind of, just kind of talk, and, and, and uh, you know, I, I, how many of you know that Brother Ford likes to talk, <laughs> hallelujah, so if I could uh, have a one-way conversation with you tonight, but really, no, I don't want that, I, I want you to say amen, praise the Lord. Uh, oh me And whatever And if you've got something that sticks in your craw Meet me after service And we'll iron it out How about that? Hallelujah. If you've got a disagreement And you think that Brother Ford may be in error Then you come see me And we'll see what the Lord has to say Alright? Hallelujah One thing I have always Endeavored to do is to be honest With God and His people You don't belong I, I can't fill not one of you with the Holy Ghost. I can't, I can't, I can't, fill, I can't save you. There's no, there's no uh, magical potion in our hands that, that, that we have power of our own, but we simply step out through and by the word of faith and speak the word of faith by the command of God and expect the God of glory to do what he said he would do according to his word or else our faith is vain and our preaching is vain and we are found to be liars. So, our very spiritual existence is all founded herein. What the great God, if you believe that there's a God, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Gotta believe there's a God ye believe in God, James says, ye do well. The devils also believe in one God and tremble. And so our very spiritual existence and foundation is built upon what that great God that is before all things, before anything that is written here was penned and was made known to any man that they could write it down. There was this God out before time was, before anything was created that is created. He was by himself God, but he took the time to set it down in plain word unto mankind and write it in a book after he had commanded all the things that are here in this world and created man by the dust of the earth, from the dust of the earth, by the word of his mouth, because the dust was made by the word of God and so uh, I would like to just talk to us for a moment if I could let me, let me read let me read uh, Philippians uh, and I preached on this a while back beware of dogs remember that Oh, we have white garments. We have white robes. The apostle here is. He's talking about the concision or, or, or the. Those that are steeped in being circumcised and that it uh, if you're not circumcised, he's trying to get the Gentiles to be circumcised as the Jews were the eighth day, the, the, the Abrahamic covenant, if you, if you remember that. And, uh, and so they're saying, uh, you know, they wanted the glory in your flesh rather than the circumcision that is of the heart through the power of the Holy Ghost that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so uh, he's talking here and he says, uh, For we are the circumcision which worship God in spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Now this is the great apostle. That was Jew and Roman citizen. But he was a Jew. Uh, born the. Uh, you know of the tribe of Benjamin. Circumcised the eighth day. He was a true Jew. But he was freeborn. He was a Roman citizen. But he was totally Jew. Alright we got that. And so but he's. he's uh, he is uh, just a, for a foundation. I, I don't want to try to take too much time here. Because I, I know it. It seems like I'm up here just a moment, and I've been up here an hour. But uh, he is the uh, apostle to the Gentiles. Uh, you remember how that Judas went out and hung himself, sold, it, sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver, and they cast lots to replace him before the day of Pentecost. And Matthias was taken, and the lot fell on him, and they had their 12 back again. But God in his infinite wisdom and, and in his own way, because he never allowed anybody else by lot or anything to choose the twelve, but he chose them, everyone, and one of them was the devil so that it might be fulfilled what was prophesied that one of them would betray him. And so he chooses a man that he chose because of, uh, uh, it's not I don't know if it was because of his pedigree. I don't know if it was because of uh, his education. All I know is that this man was an educated man. He sat at the feet of one of the best known scholars of that day, and he learned from Gamaliel. He was uh, he was a uh, uh, studied in the law and the prophets. He knew all about it, and he lived in the time of Jesus Christ, uh, and he saw the things that uh, f- were fulfilled uh, and the things that came about. And so God on a on a road. To to Damascus with letters struck him down off his beast blinded him and says you're going to be my servant and said you're going to be an apostle to the Gentiles they chose one but God said I got one I chose him I taught you three years I'm going to teach him three years and so he had that you remember he had that that he told he says whether in this body or not I know not God knoweth but for three years I was told in Arabia, in the desert. He said, whether in this body or not, I don't know. He said, God knoweth. He said, but I saw such things it's not awful for me to speak. And so God showed him things that he probably did not show the apostle Peter and John and the rest of them. But he also showed John some things that Paul probably didn't get to see on the Isle of the Patmos when he got the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so here he is, and this is that man and he's and, 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 and Brother Moore, if he's got in the flesh according to uh, the things of God and the, and the callings of God where he He called Abram out of the earth of the Chaldees and he said, I'm going to make you a father of many nations and, and, and you're going to be my, my promise and you're going to be the, the father of the seed of promise and, and out of Isaac shall thy seed be called and from that the children of God are known in this world today and they're known as the nation of Israel today which was Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel because he wrestled with an angel. And he said, I have seen the face of God. And, and um, they call that, uh, what do they call that? Uh, Afro, Af, Afro, uh, something. Anyway, whatever they call that. Uh, I can't think of the word right now, but I'll come up with it maybe later. And so it is uh, not a theophany, but sort of like a theophany. And uh, but it, he didn't actually see God, but it was an angel acting in the stead of God. And so this man has whereof he could glory. He says, though I might have confidence in the flesh. Verse four, if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, the Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Lord Jesus, y'all help me pray right now. God, we thank you for your word, your truth. Your word is forever settled in heaven, will never pass away. God, thy word, let it be that lamp unto our feet. Let it be that light unto our path. Let it be that thing, O Lord, that we have hid in our heart. That we might not sin against you. God, give your servant the wisdom to speak the steady altar. God help me Lord to help your people. God we need you today. We just want to be strong in the power of your might. We want to be strong in the power of your might to the pulling down of strongholds and exalting over all the power of the enemy by the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. So God give us ears to hear. Give us a heart to understand and obey and follow the things of the Lord in Jesus name, we love you, we praise you and if you love the Lord, go down clapping, love the Lord and magnify him before you're seated hallelujah oh you're a great God Jesus hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah hallelujah I guess I'm not going to sing thank you so much hallelujah, it makes it easy to talk if she played the whole time I could probably talk three hours hallelujah, praise God and uh and so what what uh, what, what, what the thing that's been kind of just uh is that the apostle here he he's saying you know uh, uh, if there's some things in my life that uh, that are really there's significant things and if if uh, if I were to uh, want to have whereof to boast, then uh, I have some things that that I could boast about. And um, but uh, I decided that those things uh, uh, that were dear and are dear to some, he said, I counted them but loss, that I might win Christ, and so. I'm dying. Now look, I, I live in this present time and this day, and, uh, and I'm affected, and you're affected by the things that are going on in our world today. Now, you can stick your head in the sand, and uh, you can say that none of that stuff is relevant to me, but I beg to differ. Everything that happens in your world is relevant unto you. Uh, your car in the morning may blow an engine. That affects you. Uh, There's other things that may happen in your life. A loved one may be taken out all of a sudden. That affects you and your government uh, uh, could be possibly seized by another government God forbid I I certainly hope not but but uh, things like that do happen in our world Uh, that we could be again as we did in in 1941 I believe it was uh, when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor there could be another Pearl Harbor but it might be Pascagoula Mississippi, where one of the greatest builders of ships in our day and, and, and in our time, one of the greatest shipyards in the world, has been and is today. You never know what might happen. And those things, if we're not careful, they will take our mind. And with all the things, the COVID and the and the vaccine and, and uh and uh, this and the and, uh, that and uh, and the president of the uh, so-called president of the United States to say some would say uh, that uh, doesn't it seems like that uh, if uh i don't know there's so many stories i don't know what to believe i told brother brennan or somebody this morning uh, you don't know what to believe uh when it comes to the things that are happening today in our world Oh, this one's got that opinion, opinion. and the other. And I, I mentioned it in Sunday school this morning that some people think that there's other, other galaxies out there and other people from other planets uh, and they're reptilian and, uh, and they feast off a human. Off of humanity, and they get their strength, or somehow, and they uh, and there's all kind of stuff that they believe, and, and and brother Moore, there's all kind of stuff that you can get attached to, and uh, but, you know, when I started my walk with God, I determined in my mind that all of these things would not hinder me, and all of these things would not bother me to the extent that I would get my eyes off of the cross. That I would get my eyes off of what I know is true. What I have found to be factual. What I have found that will never let me down. What I have found that is right and holy and godly and true. But if I'm not careful, Brother Moore, it won't be just it'll become a what. And I'll become a man that preaches the gospel. If I'm not careful I'll become somebody that's woken in the truth. I'll become a saint of God. And I'll go here. And I'll go there. And I'll do this. And I'll do that. And it's uh, it'll become a what. And all the time we're looking at a what. When all the time we should be looking for the who. Hallelujah. It's not about what you're doing. It's not so much about how you do. It's about who you believe, and who you're looking at, and who you're following, and who you've chosen to believe and to cast your lot with. And so the apostle says, I press. And I, it's not that, he goes on and says here, he says, but what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ, yea doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ, and be found in Him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, by the righteousness, which is of God, by faith, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. If by any means, I might attain to the resurrection of the dead. And so, I find myself being captivated at times by the things in my my life. And if I'm not careful, Brother Jaron, Brother Nagel, right here. If I mess up and call him Studenagle, I don't think nothing about it. Is that right? But uh, his papa sometimes called him Studenagle. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's where I got that. Hallelujah. But if we're not careful, it'll be the what. It'll be the how. It'll be a circumstance and the things of this world and and, the, and the what is heavy if your dollars no good tomorrow and there's nothing in its place would that affect you if you couldn't buy if your dollar was worth say you could take your $1000 and go buy a loaf of bread would that matter How many loaves of bread could you buy? Now, it is my understanding, and I heard this years ago. I've I've been knowing this. This has been just, you know, rattling around in my head for a long time. That the U.S. dollar, the only reason it was any good is because gold, I mean, because oil on the world market is bought in U.S. dollars. Imagine that. And they had another currency 10, 15 years ago that they were trying to bring up. <clears throat> and a guy over there in another country, he gets blowed off the map. He gets taken out when the first, first time he was, all they done was scared him real good. But this time, they killed him. Not because of, but because it would have made the dollar The U.S. dollar fail if another currency, if you bought oil in a different currency. And so we get caught up in those because life, those things affect us. When the storms come, do they affect us? They affect us when our our power is off. It affects us. And so if we're not careful, life, just life in general. It, it it affects us and, and it, it pulls our, our, our mind and our, our thinking and uh, we get caught up in the, the where the when, the how and all of that stuff what we're going to do on tomorrow and I hear the voice of one saying unto me he said take no thought what you shall do for tomorrow. He said take no thought what you shall wear or what you shall eat. He said because I will provide. He said, look at the lily of the field. They don't worry about being clothed, yet they're clothed better than many of the kings in their palaces. He said, consider the sparrow. He said, not one of them fall to the ground, except I know it, and I see it, and it affects me. He said, are you not worth more than many sparrows unto me? So there's a God, there's a who, that wants us to acknowledge him, and say I'm not looking at what's going on in this world I'm not looking for a savior in the flesh in this world I'm not looking for a government to bail me out but I'm looking unto Jesus he is the author and the finisher of my faith I got my faith and my hope in somebody I got my faith and hope in a man that can deliver me from all of my sin and the name is Jesus Jesus. And so we find ourselves sometimes questioning what God will or will not do. now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us now look god don't need for you to question how great and how mighty his power is. What he needs for you to do is to believe that he is able to do anything that you're big enough to ask him for. If you'll believe God and if you'll trust him, he will make a way where there seems to be no way. And so, if we're not careful, Pastor Moore, the very promises of God, they are just a promise. And and they, they, they don't, they're, they're not any longer uh, of the, the word of the Lord as far as uh, uh, it is God himself. mean, you know what John 1 and 1 says. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word oh the word was with God and the word was God. OK, so let me get that straight now. If God gave you a promise, that's why I read what I read in Isaiah. He said, would I promise and not bring it to pass? He said, I'm a God of righteousness, and I speak right things. He said, and I'm telling you that the word that I say, it will not return unto me. And another place, he says, as the rain and the snow falleth from heaven and returns not again, but it watereth and it provided seed for the sower and bread for the eater. He said my word will not return unto me void but it will accomplish that whereunto I have sent it. There is something about God. If you can get a hold of who you've got living in you. If you've got the Holy Ghost. If you've been buried with him in his name. You've got a power that has created everything and it's living in you. But you've got to get a hold of your mind and you got to get a hold of your thinking and you got to look the enemy in the eye and say I refuse to accept what you're giving me today I refuse to take the fact that I can't be healed of this ailment because when he went to the cross he took every sin everything that was created or that come to pass in the garden and everything that sin has instituted when he went to the cross he nailed it to the tree and he buried it in the ground and when he came out he came out victorious over it all and so the resurrection and the power thereof That is the Holy Ghost. It ain't the burying. That's the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the resurrection. That's the Holy Ghost. It's the life. That's the Holy Ghost. It ain't the death. That's the Holy Ghost. No, that's a part of it. But it's the resurrection. It's the resurrection. It's life. It's life. It's life. And then more abundantly. We were dead already, and the wages of sin is death. Oh, am I making any sense? I'm gonna shed. Now, Brother Odom probably wouldn't like that. I was up here the last night he was here. And uh, he said, Brother, stand in front of me." He said, right there, i got to get this jacket off and put this sweater on. He says, old men don't need to be seen without their shirt or without their coat on. Now, if you didn't know it, Brother Odom, is a stickler for some things. And he believes a man of God, if he's out in the public, he ought to have him a coat to tie on. Pretty much about the way it is, ain't it, Brother Moore? Pretty close. If you're out and about, just distant or whatever. But and then he said, and kind of went, and young men too. <laughs> Lord, um, please forgive me. I'm, if, I'd, if I'd have thought of it before, I got it halfway off. I might not have took it all. (laughs) I almost want to put it back on now. (laughs) Uh, I love my elders. I appreciate the stance they stood. Now, now, let me read a little bit more. Philippians. He says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. So, he's laid aside these things, but furthermore, they were just things. They were just things, and uh, you know, doing things not gonna quite get the job done on their own but just saying I believe God and and walking by faith and never doing anything don't get the job done either I think that was in our lesson today maybe a little bit about that He said, but I want to know the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Then he goes, not as though I had already attained or, you know, reached that place, achieved that. He said, either we're already perfect. I'm complete. I'm I'm done. I've, I've got it. I've, but I follow after if that I might apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ. Now He's telling us that I want to get I want to get a hold of and apprehend what I was apprehended of by Christ Jesus. In other words, Jesus ran us down, so to speak, and ran him down on the road to Damascus and said, like he did the woman at the well, more or less. He said, I have water to drink that you don't know anything about. Who art thou? Jehovah he said I am Jesus whom you persecute that's who I am you think you're doing my work and you're persecuting me I'm Jesus I am Jehovah I am the one and the true living God and beside me there is none else I was apprehended of eternal life on the road to Damascus and I'm pressing I'm looking I'm trying to attain to that he eternal life because that life he said and that light was the light of men and he came that they might have eternal life and he was that eternal life and so the Apostle Paul is saying, All I know is, I don't, it's not about what, it's not about where, it's not about when, it's all about who I have believed and in whom I have trusted and in whom I have cast my lot and with whom I have walked. And it's He who have made me free from the law of sin and death and has placed me into the kingdom. Kingdom of the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Somebody, you need to get a hold of who you are. And look at who you serve. And look at Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. And so, it kind of hit me. It's only 7.33. That ain't long. I done that one night and it had been over an hour. I thought I'd just been up there a few minutes and the clock had done spun all the way around. And I didn't realize it. Can anybody start... St John chapter 14 for me, just off the top of your head. Well, the more saying some over here, what's it say? Anybody know? John chapter 14: Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. and my Father's house are many mansions. And uh, I'm not going to... Well, I'll just read it just because it's good. Okay? Can I read this? How many you don't want to hear it? All right. Everybody wants to hear it. Hey. Praise the Lord. He says, uh, "Ye believe in God, believe also in me. and my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. How can we, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, you know him and have seen him. Now, let me just stop right here and we'll get off of my subject a little bit here. I know that. But I want to tell you one more time that you will never ever see God except in the face of the man Christ Jesus. There's not three persons in the Godhead. There's one. And all the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwelleth in him. One person. Jesus Christ. Now God has many attributes. The seven spirits of God. Hey, a lot of things that, uh, that are a lot of opinions about and a lot of conjecture. And I try to stay away from a lot of that stuff because uh, it, a lot of times it just genders a lot of strife and there's really no right answer. So why would I bother myself with a lot of stuff that, um, you know, when it's just talking and just private conversation with somebody, I do to talk about some things. But not to the point where it really makes a difference. And so he said, uh, henceforth ye know him and have seen him. And Philip saith unto him, show us the Father, Lord, and we'll be satisfied. And, And Jesus said unto him, have I been so long time with you, yet thou hast not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. And so the man Christ Jesus knew that he came for a purpose. And the man Christ Jesus came to die on a cross. But the God That dwelt in him, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. Who was in Christ? God! And he was reconciling us to who? To God! By who? Christ Jesus. And so the man, Christ Jesus, came to die on the cross, and he was that perfect sacrifice. And so he said, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me or else believe me for the very works sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also and greater works than these shall he do because I go to my Father. Now, we'll come up with all the excuses in the world why we can't be what Jesus said we could be. Well, that was just for the 12 disciples. Well, I'll close up my book and go home. Nobody else can be saved. Why are we wasting our time? I know this. I knew it would be kind of sticky right here. Now I read all that just to get to this. (laughs) Because it just kind of hit me. Isaiah said it. He's, in other words, what I read earlier was, he said, do you think I'm just saying some words that it would ass- assuage the, the, the feelings of my people? Did I just give them some words of hope that are hopeless? Y'all, y'all, y'all hear Brother Ford? That's why I've got... Brother JJ, that's why i got when I feel a pain. When I feel something coming on. I still got this little bit of acid reflux that bothers me. And it get to burning so bad. And I try not to... But it'll burn so... just And everything will just start. And if you're not careful, you'll wake up. And it'll just... And you'll be... So I finally acquiesce, or whatever you call that, give up. Take one of them pills. It's really, really. And I'm telling God all the time, said God, I don't want to take this mess. Now, I, I, I'm believing you're going to take this from me. And I ain't give up. Brooke, I ain't give up that God's going to heal me of this mess. Uh, hallelujah. Hey, 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 hey. Brother Narson, there might come a day I can't get a hold of one of them pills. And I'm not going to be worried about burning up on the inside from what I eat. The, 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 the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. He owns a cattle of a thousand hills and all the taters and all the jalapenos on and under the hill. And I like jalapenos and I want to eat them. So God, help me with my acid reflux. But when all them other pains start taking a hold of me, I know all about family history and all that stuff. I say, God, you went to the cross. (sighs) Hey, oh yeah, you went to the cross. I'm not going to a doctor. I'm not going to see if I got something growing here. I'm not going to go see if I got something growing there. I'm not going to see if I got something growing somewhere else. And this and that is going on. And that and the other is going on. Lord, I just want you to know. I'm going to trust you. And if you take me, you take me. But I know that my Redeemer liveth. And he's my healer. He went to a cross. He bared the shame. And he paid the price for every sin mental sickness and disease and I am triumphant in him I'm not bragging I'm not trying to be boastful I'm trying to build your faith I listen to brother Arnold sister Moore called me Or oh, I was talking to her somehow anyway anyway now, listen to Brother Arnold. He, he had two strokes back to back. He was down for about a year. Couldn't hardly, I don't think he could talk for a while or something and uh, walk. I think he couldn't hardly get around. He was blind. Now he's got most of that back. He's Jeff Arnold. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> So things happen to children of God. We're not careful, Brother Moore. It won't be about the who that brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. It'll be about the what's. It'll be about the things. It'll be about the ailments. Let me ask you something, Brother Randy Burnham. Does it affect you when you can't get up and down in your, what you want to do in life? It affects us. And if we're not a careful, it'll affect our walk with God and our faith in God. Brother Randy, don't you let that enemy, don't you let that enemy get an upper hand. If God be for you, who can be against you? You tell that devil, say, look here, devil, it may hurt. But God's on my side, and if he'll help me, I'm going to get up and poke my finger right in your eye right now you may you may get that one down oh, but just because i know that you're digging in me i must be doing something right you got your you got your eye on me and you got your radar and you got your crosshair on me it must mean i'm doing something right so when the enemy comes in like a flood he said the spirit of the lord everybody say the spirit of the lord the spirit of the lord will raise up a standard again him. You won't have to do it but God will do it. Because you're the apple of his eye. You're the apple of his eye. And, uh, and so believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me or else believe for the very works sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And when he came a-walking and a-talking, everything he done... Was to bring glory and honor to Almighty God. He said, A bruised reed, smoking flash, and not I quince. He would not strive in the street. He would not be boisterous and make himself an acclaim, but it be meek and lowly. The man Christ Jesus. And whosoever <laughs> shall ask in my name, And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Then, and I pray the Father that He will give you another comforter. I'm here. Give you another. I'm the comforter now in the flesh. He's going to send you another one that's going to be me that you can't see. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. And so, you can, you can, come on. You want to come to some music, Sister Moore, and start playing on the ivory and give them some hope. Hallelujah. I don't know why I started looking at this. It distracts me from what I'm going to quit doing it. It, It'll be what it is. I just have to trust my sense of longevity and speech. the more it's not that funny. (laughs) You're really distracting from what I'm saying now. (laughs) My pastor knows me, but I love him. Man, I love him. (laughs) He don't pull no punches with me. Hallelujah. I love him because he preaches the word straight and true. Straight and true. There are so many benefits built in. Braden, it's just built in. Living for God. There is. It's Christ in you the, the hope of glory. And the writer, he he talks about adding to your faith, virtue, virtue. Experience hope, and hope, and hope maketh not ashamed. For the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. And now I can, I can understand how. Apostle John and Peter would write, My little children, I write unto you. There's benefits in living for God. Because when He comes in, He brings the powers of the world to come. He brings the power of all creation with Him. And everything that is happening in your world today, and in the world and in the galaxies beyond our worlds, God is in control of it all. Brother Moore, he knows exactly how to fix everything that's troubling us. And if it takes it for him to destroy, and he will, to fix it for us, even today he would destroy nations and kings for the apple of His eye if that's what it took. He loves us with a love that is immeasurable. It's not fathomable in your finite thinking. Oh, some of you think you have infinite wisdom and knowledge, but I'm here to tell you That the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisest wisdom of man. It can't even begin to compare. And so, if you would stand. I just want you to know that we need to get our eyes off of the things that are around us. Let not our focus be on the things. Don't let our focus be on what we're trying to get done and accomplished. But let our focus be Jesus. Let our focus be the one who gave the command. Let our focus be on him who loved us and has washed us in his own blood. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. I did have one little something else I I wanted to say and The 11th chapter of Hebrews known as the Hall of Faith. And it ends with after they had gone into the land of promise and after Joshua had them established that there arose a generation that didn't remember. But there were still those It talks about a Samson and Jephthah, David and Samuel, the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quizzed the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant and fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sown asunder, they were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts, and in mountains, and in dens, and caves of the earth. And all these, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God, having provided some better thing for us, That they without us should not be made perfect. And so the thing that they had looked forward to. And Abraham who who looked for a city. Who's builder and maker with God. And a city that hath foundations. And he never received that in his lifetime. But he died in faith looking or the promise. Believe in the promise. And here we are, God having provided some better thing for us that they without us should not be made perfect. And and because of, of the promise that we have, that they have entrance. Also into that that happened at Calvary that went to the beginning, to the end. And chapter 12 starts out like this. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Brother Moore, it's not a sprint, it's not a 40 yard dash, it's not a 100 meter race. But it's the journey of a lifetime. Walking with Jesus. It's a road well traveled now. What is your focus going to be? What are you going to put your trust in tomorrow? To whom will you look? All ye ends of the earth and be saved. This man, Christ Jesus, has paid the ultimate price that nobody else could pay. And there is more than enough power, says to bring to fruition the thing that your heart desires. Regardless of what the naysayers say, God says, I will. And if God wills, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. If you'll have faith in God, you can speak to that mountain and it'll go. I said, you can speak to your mountain and it will go. The promises of the Lord are in Christ Jesus, in Him, yea, and Amen. But Brother Moore, if we don't believe them and have confidence in Him and them, they're just words on the pages of a book. Brother Chris, if I don't, if I don't somehow get a hold of them, if I can't somehow grasp them and put them in my hand and bind them in my heart and believe it, it's just pages with words. But he that cometh must believe. Look at unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Listen. He endured the cross despising the shame. And is sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. Lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. I have well spent an hour. (laughs) What am I trying to say? Church, you've got to trust God. Sing a song above all else, I must be saved. Can't be saved without faith. And all the promises of God are contingent on faith. Nothing that you get from God comes outside of that. I'm sorry. It's not hocus pocus, it's not the white pixie dust, it's not the shaking their handkerchief every time they shake their handkerchief on. And then people fall out when they sh- must be something in their handkerchief when they shake their handkerchief. No, 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 that ain't got nothing to do with no handkerchief. It could. God can use anything. He did use handkerchiefs that was on the man of God. And they sent it out and people got healed by him wearing that, that handkerchief or that garment. And they took pieces of the garment and sent it out to folks that were sick and God healed them. It's about believing God. So I got something I want to do. I want Pastor Moore to come down here. I want all the campers that's going to camp, I want you to come down here with Pastor Moore. All of you that go into camp this week, come down here. We're going to pray for you that God will prosper your way. But not only that, that God would work a marvelous work of Holy Ghost power and salvation in your life. Hey, it's not enough for us to come and to look at each other and say, Oh, Brother Ford, you've done a good job tonight. You, oh, I just enjoyed that word. Really? What are you going to do about it? What is it that you're going to be pursuing tomorrow? What are you going to be running after tomorrow? I know it's going to be hectic. You've got to get there. And Brother Moore, he's going to be at his wit's end. All ever one of them. However many wits he's got, every one of them's gonna be at the end. I can look at some of these right here and I say, oh, Lord, better him than me. <laughs> and he's older than I am. By a month. But you know what I want more than anything? For this place to be known as a place of refuge, a place of help, a place of restoration, a place of healing, a place where I can be renewed in the Holy Ghost, where I I can be brought back into the fold of Jesus Christ. And I want our young people to come back full of the Holy Ghost. Being touched by the power of God. Being changed in the depth of their minds and their spirits. To make a difference. Church, would you gather around? I want y'all to gather around. All of our guests, good to have you with us tonight. Don't leave, it's not over. You need something from God. Now's the time you can have it. All of you as much as you can. Let's gather around. I'm not going to anoint them with oil. We're just going to pray the, the prayer of the saints of God and the grace and the mercies of God and the and the protecting and the overflowing of the Holy Ghost to be up on them and with them. How many would like to see them come back and just take over the services? Just be bold in the Holy Ghost not trying to but because they found something they love more than life that they found that that's the greatest treasure that could be found and they sold it all to get it hey that they come in and, and just because they love him they take control not meaning to but it just happens so let's raise our hands. Lay your hands on them, all of you that are around, close to where you can raise your hands on us. Lay our hands on them and pray that God would be with them. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of David, touch these young men, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and shout unto the Lord. Yes! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, that we can make a difference in this world. That we can make a difference in this world. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Lord bless you. Thank you. so long suffering with me hallelujah there's a song that says god is so good god is so good god is so good, is so good. he's so If he's been good to you, would you say it? God is so I know, I know, I know. I know, I know that God, God, is so good. He's so good to me. And I know that he answers prayer. He answers prayer, He answers prayer, He's so good to me, and I know that He's still on the throne. To me. He's so good to me. He's so good to me. Pessimo.
0: Oh God is. Give that good. unto the Lord tonight. Thank you, brother Ford, for the word tonight. God bless you. You may be seated. Praise God. You know what? If you really, if we'll listen to the message and pursuing, I know there's different seasons here tonight from one extreme to the other by simply age and things of that nature. So different things to pursue in life. But uh, one thing is common for each one of us, and that's for all of us to pursue what? Eternal life. And all the way to pursue that is through Jesus Christ and Him alone. He's the one that holds the words of eternal, the eternal words and eternal life. So as we pursue after Him and His favor, Amen. That's how we're going to tame it. But love you tonight. Appreciate you and your faithfulness to be here tonight to come to worship with us. God bless you. Amen. We want to get our birthdays from last week and this week. Uh, we've got two weeks. that We need to uh, make sure we get everybody who's had a birthday in the last two, last two weeks. right? Sister Haley, that's right. Anyone else? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sister Gina, all right. Anyone else? That gives about four. Are we going to get them all? All right. Let's see. Good hand tonight. Praise (laughs) God. Amen. Anniversaries. Anniversaries. Brother Randy, Sister Debbie. Anyone else? Bro, that's right. Brother Ford. Brother Ford and Sister Ford. Amen. All right. got your attention A thank you card from Justin McLeod thank you so much for your celebration with me your support love and encouragement means more than you know I wouldn't be where I am today without family and friends like you Justin McLeod okay thank you love and appreciate you tonight Um, uh, God's good to us God is going to continue to be good keep us in your prayers Hey, and I've really been praying for the speakers, not just this week. Let's pray for all the camp meetings, the camp, you know, the conferences. Hey, there's some pressure on some of these men. Some of these men are called time after time, um, you know, and uh, I, my heart goes out to them. I, I heard, if, if you listen to uh, Brother Cody Marks, which he's preaching the last three nights of this camp, and uh, he made a statement at Pine we wind up preaching Monday night and Tuesday night there. And he made it, talked about it. The pressure on them at these kind of meetings. Uh, thats it, there. You just wouldn't believe the pressure that's upon these men and others. Let's pray for them. God help them. Here, watch this. Um, you know, that can, that's, that's a place where so much and so many are listening. Especially with Holy Ghost Radio and everything else that's involved now. And uh, they feel that pressure. And uh, to, to have the voice of God, the mind of God, the anointing of the Lord to, to help them. Because they realize that, you know what, everybody's going to be inspecting, everybody's going to be judging, everybody's going to be this or that, good, bad, whatever. It's, and it's the way it is. It really is. But you know what? Also, God can use these times and these men to really set a stage uh, where he wants us as a body of believers. Across the board. Regardless of what organization or whatever, God can use so that's my prayer. That's my prayer. That, uh, and we would find some of the same things at the local assemblies. As we hear it in these places, it all just worked hand in hand. That helps us know, you know what? That's God. That's God. Okay? So let's pray for that. God will do that. And uh, pray, pray for the camp. Uh, our young people, amen, face a lot in the world in the time that we're living. And they need our prayers, our support. And we want to see them touched and, and you know, developed and shaped, and molded in what God wants them to be. Okay? Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Any announcements? All right. Love you. God bless you. You, don't forget, 4.30 in the morning. We're going to try to be headed out of here no later than 5 o'clock. Hopefully try to get there around 10. Okay? God bless you. Appreciate you. By the way, don't feel too bad for me. I got a motel room. Monday through Friday night. So I'm going to get some sleep, folks. Hallelujah.